congratulations to us all because Lucy Ricardo is pregnant. It's the Ricardo Project and it's time to watch Lucy is on Salt. Hello, my beautiful Tropicanas. Welcome back to the Ricardo Project. At long last, I have returned. Uh, we are, <laughs> the cold and flu season has hit us hard between a baby and daycare and going back to work. Germs are everywhere. And um, thank you for your patience and your well wishes. A few people reached out and were like, I hope you're okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm just a little bit sick. And I'm so excited, though, to be back with such an important and beautiful episode of I Love Lucy. We're talking season two, episode 10, Lucy is on Salt, which premiered 70 years ago on December 12th, 1952. Let's go straight into the episode. Here's what happens in Lucy is on Salt. So we open with her packing up her purse. She's going to head to the doctor. She tells Ethel that she's been feeling real donsy, which is a word that her grandmother made up for when you're not really sick, but you just feel lousy. Um, I've been feeling donsy since about 2008. I love this word. I'm going to definitely incorporate it into my regular life. Lizzie's been exhausted. She's gaining weight. She just feels bleh. And Ethel's light bulb goes off. What if Lucy's going to have a baby? Lucy laughs this off pretty immediately. That's ridiculous. Ethel is convinced, and she says she's going to wait for Lucy to get back because she's just so certain that this is what it is. Lucy again says she's ridiculous. She storms out. We cut immediately to her coming back with an all-dazed, giant grin on her face. I mean, she's completely unable to hear Ethel asking what the doctor said. But it turns out that Ethel was right. Lucy is pregnant. And Ethel is so excited. She and Fred are going to be godparents. She runs to tell Fred, but Lucy stops her because she hasn't told Ricky yet. She has this big plan that she's had forever, and she acts it out for Ethel. It's very cute. She's she's going to sit on Ricky's lap, and she's going to tell him their dreams have come true, and then they'll share a gentle kiss It is so sweet to see everybody so giddy. So many episodes of I Love Lucy start with, you know, Lucy needing to keep a secret or to trick Ricky into doing something. It's just so nice to see like such a happy circumstance the whole way around. So Lucy preps lunch for Ricky. He's going to come home from the club to eat and he comes in in a horrible mood. He says he wants to quit the nightclub. That's how much everything sucks. He tries to go straight for his sandwich while Lucy is like desperately trying to have the romantic lap sitting moment. Uh, She almost gets there, but then the phone rings and Ricky answers and there's a costume issue at the club and he goes on this big rant about how hard his life is. And if Lucy traded places with him, she'd be surprised how hard things are. And she gets this great line where she says, oh, believe me, if I traded places with you, you'd be surprised. He sits down to try to eat lunch again. Lucy leaps on his lap to give her speech one more time. This time the door buzzes and it's the Mertzes trying to celebrate. But since Lucy hasn't told Ricky yet, she just slams the door in their faces. And of course, when Ricky asks who it was and looks over, Fred's tie is caught in the door and he opens it and he finds the Mertzes there and he insists that they come in so that he can complain um, about work again. And he's basically holding the Mertzes hostage until Lucy has to like cue them to leave And she tries for a third time, comedy rule three, to sit on his lap and give her speech. And the phone rings again. She throws it in anger. She's like so mad. She just throws the whole phone. Um, But Ricky answers it. And there's another emergency at the club. And he storms out. 
And Lucy's really devastated that she doesn't get her big moment. And I totally understand this. I didn't have some big moment where I told my husband I was pregnant. I just showed him a picture of the positive pregnancy test when I picked him up at the airport. And it was so, uh, it was was relatively anticlimactic to be frank. Um, and, uh, if I'd like planned something big and it didn't go off without a hitch, I probably would have cried for days. (laughs) So honestly, I think she's handling it better than most people would. So Ethel comes in to help, um, clear lunch. And then Fred comes in and he's wearing a little baseball cap and he's got a glove and a bat because he wants to give the baby a gift. It's so cute. He gives her a Joe DiMaggio signed baseball for the baby. It's just precious. The Mertzes then start fighting over whether the baby is going to be named Fred or Ethel, which is hilarious. And then Lucy decides she's going to the club to tell Ricky about the baby. Plans be damned. We're at the Tropicana, and they are in the weeds with rehearsal and show prep. I don't blame Ricky for for being a little bit stressed. This clearly is not a good time to be in show business. Um, We get a little Ricky number in Spanish. It's nice. I mean, it's always nice to hear Desi Arnaz sing, but I just want Lucy's pregnancy front and center, and I feel like, I don't know, maybe I was so eager to have all that happen, but the song just felt extra long. Like, it's a good song, don't get me wrong, but I just felt like it was filling space that could have been occupied by this incredible plot that we're dealing with. Anyway, Lucy comes in after the number and tries to get a moment with Ricky. I mean, she can't sit on his lap, but she does try to give her speech. They keep getting interrupted by people asking all these show-related questions. Lucy gets super upset. She says she's come to tell him something super important, and he won't even listen to her. So he demands loudly. He demands complete stillness and silence so Lucy can talk to him, which means everybody is staring at her and listening in, and she just panics, and she asks him what time it is, and she's choking back tears, and she runs away, and it's so sad. It's so sad. But then we're at the show that night, and Ricky is singing Lady in Red again. He's already sung this once before on the show. Must be one of his signature numbers. And we see Lucy come in and give a note to the maitre d' for Ricky, um, you know, without without Ricky knowing. So he reads it uh, in front of the audience, and he doesn't know it's from Lucy. And it asks him to sing a song called We're Having a Baby, My Baby and Me, um, so that this anonymous audience member can tell her husband that they're going to be having a baby. Ricky immediately says yes, because why wouldn't you say yes? It's so sweet. And decides to bring the couple up so that he can sing the song directly to them. And he tries to find the couple through crowd work. And then he gets to Lucy and he jokingly points at her like, hey, is it you? And she nods. And it hits Ricky like a ton of bricks. And at this point in the episode, I'm officially sobbing hysterically. He yells, it's me. And there is just so much joy on their faces. He pulls her up. And he sings, we're having a baby, my baby and me. And they're both crying and they're looking at each other with so much love in their eyes. They end the song in each other's arms, wiping away tears and more in love than ever. It's perfect. So to me, this, we're having a baby, my baby and me is the number one Lucy moment. It's the most classic I love Lucy moment in the entire series, more than vitamin and vegemin more than the chocolate factory. This scene to me encapsulates perfectly everything I love about I Love Lucy. There's some really good laughs and some cuteness as we figure out everything. But ultimately, this show 
is what it is because of the love between these two characters, the pureness of these of the love between these two characters. It's not the most funny episode of I Love Lucy by any stretch of the imaginations. It's not even in the top 10 funniest I Love Lucy episodes. Maybe not even in the top 20 if we're looking at just funny. But this is the episode where the love between these two characters is felt more than ever. And I don't think that I Love Lucy can be funny, truly funny, without moments like this, where we see just how much Ricky Ricardo loves Lucy Ricardo and just how much Lucy Ricardo loves Ricky Ricardo. That relationship and that trust and that true lovedness of it all, the beshert of it all, that's what allows the show to swing so big comedically because no matter what Lucy does, at the end of the day, Ricky is going to love her. And episodes like this show us that in such a pure and beautiful and happy way. I think it's really perfect. I think it's it's a highlight of the series that can't be understated. And we talked about this during, uh, I think it's Lucy is Jealous of a Girl Singer, about how so often there's a sense of tragedy when watching this show, especially the relationship between Lucy and Ricky, when you think about the relationship between Lucy and Desi. Because these episodes where Lucy feels unsafe or untrusting of Ricky are really tragic when you realize that like he very publicly was cheating on her. And everybody knew, and she'd actually applied, you know, filed for divorce already once before. Their relationship was certainly not perfect. It was very uh, rife with struggle. I talked about this when I talked about Desi Arnaz being the original wife guy. I mean, his public persona was one of the loving husband, and his private persona was not quite the same. He still loved her. He still supported her. He still admired her, but he was not monogamous with her by any stretch of the imagination, even though by all accounts, that's what Lucille wanted. But then we get episodes like this. And it's very well documented that the tears that Lucy and Desi were shedding in character at the end of the episode were real tears. And that they were going to actually reshoot the final scene because there's a quick line flub on Desi Arnaz's part. But they decided not to because of how beautiful and authentic the emotions between Lucy and Desi were. Because it took them a long time to have their children. And they had their daughter Lucy right before this show. And then he, she got pregnant again with their son, Desi Arnaz Jr. And they'd been trying to have a baby for years before this and it hadn't hadn't worked and lucy was in her 40s at this point so this was a miracle by today's standards this is a miracle both of her pregnancies were miracles and to see them so authentically weeping in each other's arms is unbelievably moving and it's the exact inverse of these episodes of jealousy that are so sad where I I think to myself like, wow, poor Lucille Ball had to act out the flaw in her marriage publicly. Like that's insanely painful to go home and think, yeah, we were acting, but we weren't really acting. But then you have episodes like this where they're acting, but they're not really acting. And you can see every ounce of love that they have for each other. 
And I believe that the last five seconds or so after he finishes singing and he kisses uh, Lucy on the cheek, that is Desi Arnaz. We don't have Ricky Ricardo in front of us anymore. We have Desi Arnaz kissing his wife, Lucille Ball, and loving her more than anything. What struck me the hardest about this, though, in those last few moments is the look on Lucille Ball's face. Because she's really happy, just like Desi Arnaz is. But there's also this look of, I want to say, relief. There's an exhale that she has with her eyes closed where she almost looks like she's saying, thank God. You know, and I don't know what that was. I don't know. Thank God I'm pregnant. Thank God, you know, this pregnancy is going okay. Thank God we can finally tell people, wow, I can't believe this is real. But there's also a part of me just thinking so much about their relationship that has to wonder if that was a moment of recognition and a moment of true security in her relationship where she thought, my husband really loves me. And I can't help but wonder if while she was pregnant, in this moment, she felt more loved than she had ever felt before. That's what it, that's what it felt like to me. And it's beautiful to see because Lucille Ball had a long documented, um, Lucille Ball was very noted for being insecure, not believing that she was really the star that she was, not believing that people loved her. I mean, if you watch the Kennedy Center honors, it's so clear that she's just like, I can't believe anyone's applauding for me. I mean, it's shocking to her that people even showed up, which is hilarious as a fan of hers and knowing the longevity of her career. But this is a rare moment where I think we get to see that she feels truly complete and overwhelmed by the the broad spectrum of the love in her marriage. It's an honor to be able to see it. I think it's the most beautiful scene in the entire show. And to me, it's the one that I would watch over and over and over. And as we enter the pregnancy episodes, I just can't help but be so excited because they're they're honestly my favorite episodes in the entire series. I think they're so funny and I think they're so lovely and they perfectly encapsulate the domesticity of the show that I really respond to. I think the Hollywood episodes are a great series of episodes, but there's just something about these pregnancy episodes. I just think it's I Love Lucy at its absolute top form. Um which is funny because they were really working against a clock here. And I think that that almost helps them out because it, you know, honestly, give a writer a deadline and they'll probably produce something better than if they have all the time in the world. The only other thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode is that at the very beginning when Ethel says, hey, maybe you're going to have a baby, Lucy's response to that is to say, that's ridiculous. I've been married 11 years, Ethel, which is to imply That if she was going to be pregnant, she would have gotten pregnant already. And then when she gives her speech, she says, you know, Ricky, darling, our dreams have come true. And so the whole episode has this overarching kind of undertone of the Ricardos really wanted to have a baby and just didn't. So they gave up on that as a dream is kind of at least the implication of the script. And I think that's really interesting. And I... I wonder if other shows were talking about this the same way, but there's almost a sense of like the Ricardos, much like the Arnezes, struggled with infertility issues. And 
they had to be very careful, you know, I mean, as has been noted a million times, they had to be very careful what they talked about. They weren't even allowed to say the word pregnant. So they couldn't be like, oh, we've been trying and it never worked. But that's what the script is kind of telling us. I think that's really amazing. You know, 11 years, they've never had a kid and they flag that when talking about pregnancy. And then in the speech, she says, you know, our dreams have come true. This is going to happen for us is basically what her speech is. And it's like, so she's dreamed about it a million times. Now it's going to come true that she gets to tell them that they're having a baby and she's been and she's been married for that long in the 50s. Yeah, the Ricardos tried and it didn't work. And it seems like they kind of gave up on that. And then they were blindsided by this amazing thing. And that's really, really cool. I love that that's the track they took, that they took the time to write those lines in. And maybe they were throwaway lines, but I just can't imagine they were knowing the story behind it. So anyway, time for some historical notes. I mean, there's really not much because I've already addressed it. They were not allowed to say the word pregnant. That's why the French word for pregnant is in the title. Um, And that's why they keep saying we're going to have a baby, not we're going to be pregnant. I'm not 100% sure why the word pregnant was so offensive. I'm guessing because it sounded clinical, there was this sense of um, a sense maybe that sex was more strongly implied. You can see that the beds are pushed apart after this. I mean, they really wanted to imply that they were not (laughs) having sex at all after a little Ricky uh, was made. And, um, Lucy was about five months pregnant when this episode was filmed, and this is when they really go into high gear to film all the pregnancy episodes so that they could, um, you know, get Lucy on a maternity leave at some point. So this is a, a really hectic time behind the scenes for I Love Lucy. And that's really it. I think all the other historical notes that I had, I kind of addressed as we went. This is honestly probably my favorite episode of I Love Lucy, besides some of the other ones around this time. And I'm sure you've all watched it, but I hope that you'll watch it again. Uh, So next week, we'll be watching, what are we going to be watching next week? Let's see. Next week, we'll be watching Pregnant Women Are Unpredictable. So this is fun for me because the word pregnant is in the episode title, which would have not been published anywhere. um, So that's the one time they get around the censors. So they weren't allowed to ever say it on TV, but they made it the title of their episode, which I think is very sneaky on Jess Oppenheimer's part. So here's the log line for that. With the baby coming, Ricky decides that Lucy should stay in bed while he makes her breakfast. Lucy then begins to wonder if all the special treatment she's getting is only because of the baby. I'm very excited to watch this episode with you. I will um, not have an episode out this Thursday because we're approaching the holiday season, but there will definitely be one next week and we'll kind of, uh, I'll work on double teaming a little bit to get us back on our official schedule I really appreciate your patience as you've been with me. Thank you also to those of you who have supported the little merch shop that I posted. You can get your happy peppy person mug, t-shirt, whatever, um, or your vitamin to vegemin mug, t-shirt, whatever. Uh, and I am looking forward to chatting with you all soon. If you would like to get in touch with me for any reason whatsoever, I would be honored to hear from you. You can reach me at the Ricardo project at gmail.com or on Instagram at the Ricardo project. If you enjoyed this episode, please take the time to rate, review, subscribe. All of these things really help the show, especially if you tell a friend. If you'd like to support the channel, the channel, if you'd like to support the podcast monetarily, you can buy a book in the bookshop link below. Um, anything you buy from my 
bookshop shop. I get a portion of the proceeds. You can buy merch uh, from the shop also linked in the um, show notes, or you can send a one-time donation via PayPal. That's it for this week. Thank you so much. We'll be back soon with Pregnant Women Are Unpredictable. Thank you.